Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. The Australians have finally left, and I could not be more excited. Now, I did get pretty impatient today because I was hoping, of course, that they'd leave first thing in the morning. Well, that did not happen. So I had another loud morning outside my front door, which I was able to, you know, avoid by going to the cafe. Not a big deal. A nuisance, but not a huge deal. Then I came back. They were still here for lunch. I came back for lunch. They were still here. A little disappointed, but it's okay because I wasn't going to be here long, and they weren't here. Did my thing, had my lunch, did a little bit of work, and then it was time to go to the beach. So I went to the beach, hoping again that I would come back from the beach and there would be no loud, crying Australian family. I got back from the beach two hours later. They were still here. Took a deep breath. Reassured myself. Because then I'm starting to fear, shit, what if they've extended their vacation? What if they're having such a great time that they've decided to stay longer? So I got a little paranoid. Not that that couldn't happen, but I didn't have any reason to assume or suspect that that had happened. Again, though, it was late in the day, so I guess I had a little bit of reason to fear that. At any rate, I come back after, you know, I, I come upstairs, I shower, do whatever I do after, after, after going to the beach. And I usually eat again. I relax a little bit because I'm tired from the sun and from the swimming. And I don't know how long it was later. I guess it's been a couple hours. Then I hear the family. And now I'm, you know, I'm just on the edge of my seat. I'm listening to their conversation with bated breath. You know, I crack the door. And then when I can't hear well enough, I go downstairs, I open the kitchen door because there's a big sort of um, like a shutter on the door because here, you know, to keep out the, to keep out the sun, every, every opening has, has a shutter. So the door also has this big floor to ceiling shutter. So, but I can, I can open them, open the blinds or whatever they are, the slats on the shutter. So I kind of crack the slats on the shutters. And I listen, and they're talking about saying goodbye to the house. And I am so relieved, so stoked, and so wanting them to hurry up. <laughs> but at least now the pressure's off. I know that, that, that all is well, that an end to this little difficult period in my stay here in my little cottage in Croatia is about to come to an end. Well, then as if to make sure that that they leave with a bang and that they leave making as much noise as possible, the father and the two kids climb to their terrace, which again is just a few feet from mine. You know, there's like a little, I don't know, six feet wide court, or um, I guess maybe it's yeah, six to 10 feet space between our two, you know, it's the courtyard on the ground level and then our terrace is on, or on the second level. So it's right next to mine. And they start screaming from the top of their lungs, Goodbye, wonderful house. Goodbye. No, goodbye, little house. And okay, it's cute. They're kids. They're trying to celebrate what hopefully has been a wonderful time for them. But I still thought it was kind of ironic that they had to scream one last time on their way out of town. The good news is, again, though, they were, in fact, on their way out of town. And they did, in fact, leave shortly thereafter. And so, at least... 
that noise issue has been definitively resolved. Now, the only caveat there, of course, is if they were staying there, someone else can stay there. So I'm trying not to even think about that possibility. And of course, I don't care if if there are adults there, if there are quiet people there. I don't care, of course. But but I'm just really hoping, I'm cautiously optimistic that the noise that was coming from outside my front door has finally been put to an end. Fingers crossed. Today has been a mostly great day, right? The Australians left, the construction project seems resolved. I have some semblance of peace here at my little cottage. So could not be happier, right? I mean, this my this is a hard won piece. I had to fight for it, and I had to be really patient with regards to the Australians. They're gone. Construction seems to be resolved. That issue, feeling really good. So sitting out on the terrace, enjoying the warm summer night, working, getting a lot of work done. The neighbor's TV next door is a little loud. Not that big a deal. I'm just I'm having a great evening. Well, then I hear some weird sounds. And uh, in the street, like, like just big things kind of moving around. I don't know how else to describe it. So I go to the edge of my terrace. And from the edge of my terrace, I can see down the street, which is not even a street. You know, it's just a really narrow alley. And I see all of this audio equipment, like a band. You know, there's like a, a good, a, um, an organ and some speakers and some mics and guitars. I guess I didn't see mics. Uh, but anyway, a lot of different audio equipment, but considerable big audio equipment. So then I have a momentary panic and I'm thinking, there's no way on the very same day that I get these other big noise issues resolved that a band is going to move into the neighborhood, right? So then I'm like, okay, just chill. They probably just came back from a trip. They're probably neighbors. They just haven't taken all their stuff inside yet. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, it's okay. I go sit back down at my table. I can't see down the alley from, from where I'm sitting. Get back to work continue doing my thing. Well, then I just hear a lot of conversation coming from the street. And it just seems like something is happening. You know, there's just kind of a commotion coming from further down the alley. So again, I walk to the edge of my my terrace and I look down. And now there are people in the street. Nothing's really happening, but there are people starting to congregate in the street. So now I'm getting a little concerned. But I'm not going to just stand there and watch for the next half an hour. So I go back and I I do my thing. And I hope that it's just, again, come back from a trip. They just haven't taken their stuff inside. There are a million, million reasons there could be some audio equipment in in the alley. No big deal. I, of course, am hoping and trying not to even think about the possibility that they're about to set up for a party. Because it's Saturday night, by the way, which does not help, you know, the possibility that the situation is going to turn into something else. That's when the sound check starts. So, you know, it's been, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes since I last looked down the alley, and all of a sudden, I hear a sound check. I hear organs, guitars, no drums, but just different electronic sounds. So I run to the edge of my balcony or my terrace, and I look down the alley, and they have, in fact, now they've set up. And they're, they're testing their equipment, and there are lights set up as well. So on the very same day that I resolved the issues with the Australian family and that I seemed to have resolved the construction issues next door and I thought that I had finally achieved some sort of peace and quiet at my place here, 
There is a goddamn street party that is taking place like two doors down in my alley, which by the way, I probably don't need to tell you that sound really echoes in an alley when it's ricocheting off of stone walls. And so I was just like, no, you know, this cannot be happening because there's no way. It doesn't matter where I go in this house. I'm not going to be able to shut out a street party that's happening, you know, two doors down in my alley. So basically my Saturday night that I thought was going to be my first real, you know, productive run here because now I've got the, you know, the situation under control and my environment is is conducive to working and getting a lot done. But there's a street party that's going to take place all night. God only knows how long because it's the Mediterranean and the summer and people love the nighttime, myself included. I love to stay out late. I love to stay out, you know, just in the warm, sultry summer nights. I love that. Well, so do they and so do partiers. And if you're having a street party that maybe is a once a year sort of event, it's going to go on for a long time. So there's nothing I can do about it. I just got to go with it. And I think what I'm going to do is just go take a long walk and then maybe even uh, maybe even join the party on my way back. So I did join the party. I did. I took a really nice long walk. Again, the night feels great. Warm night. Perfect night. Took a long walk. You could hear the music coming from this street party pretty much not anywhere in the village, but anywhere like in the village center. Um, because, you know, like where the houses are, where I'm staying, it kind of makes a U that goes down to the water. So it's sort of like this mass, you know, this giant amphitheater that's projects the sound down, down towards the water. So I could hear the music from everywhere. And, you know, it's pretty cool in the sense that the whole village is excited. The whole village was coming and going, you know, my street, the street that leads up to my alley was just packed of people coming and going. So it's just a fun, festive, summer festival sort of vibe. And it's cool to see all the villagers, you know, celebrating and getting out and celebrating the summer. And probably the highlight were there are a couple things. One is um, there was this massive grill. I guess it's like charcoal grill, I guess. And it was just really, really big, first of all. But then secondly, it was covered with some sort of little fish. And I couldn't help but think, of course, of the little fish that I see every day in the water here. So I'm sure it was one of those. Because, by the way, I don't know if I've said this before. I know I've talked about how I go snorkeling every day. But there are so many fish here. I mean, just so many. It's really encouraging to see that, you know, the waters are apparently as healthy as they are. Now, of course, I don't know what the waters are supposed to look like. Maybe they used to be even, you know, maybe there used to be even that that many more fish. Who knows? But really... For someone who doesn't know, you know, from from the perspective of someone who doesn't know, it seems like the waters are really healthy because there's just so much sea life down there, which, which of course, I love. And that's why I keep going snorkeling. At any rate, a lot of my friends from the afternoon were now on a grill or a barbecue, whatever, and uh, with, with flames. So it was kind of cool to see and smelled sort of good. Even though I'm vegetarian, I still sometimes like the smell of, you know, frying fish or even fried fried meat sometimes. But... Then I just mingled with the with the with the neighbors, with the local, with the villagers. People were dancing, kids are dancing, moms and dads dancing with their kids, people having beers, chatting, you know the vibe for a street party. So that was kind of cool to see. And then uh but probably the highlight was first of all, the band wasn't that bad. The band was actually sort of good. Three, you know, middle-aged guys, I don't know how old they were, fifties, maybe even sixties. Uh doing at first they were doing Croatian music, what I presume was Croatian music, and it was kind of loungy. And then they, you know, not not really my thing. 
but then then they kind of picked it up a little bit as the party got more underway. And I can actually sing, and I seem to play pretty well, so that was cool. But then it was pretty funny because I was standing out there just kind of watching the goings-on. Then they switched to English covers, which I guess I should have seen coming but hadn't really thought about. And the first one I guess I heard was Dire Straits' Money for Nothing. So that took me way back. That song was actually out when I first lived in Europe when I was in high school, so that was funny. And and again, they actually did a pretty good job. The accents are pretty good. The you know their singing voices are pretty good. Um, but again, that was just such a flash, you know, a blast to the past, blast from the past. And then they switched to, I assume it's Chubby Tech Checkers who did "Let's Twist Again." I don't remember. I assume that he was like redid his. Let's do the twist song and just redid it to have another hit and become relevant at some point in the 80s. I don't remember exactly, but I think it was him. That one was even a little funnier. It just seemed pretty random. And I guess I get it in the sense that it's a dance song, but I, yeah, that's not one that you're likely to hear me just humming to myself, Let's Twist Again by Chubby Checkers. At any rate, you know, some other covers followed and then they went back to creation and just a really good vibe. So, yeah, I'm still not stoked that I've got a street party outside my window. But I'm going to go back up to my terrace, and I'm just going to enjoy the night. I'm going to enjoy the music in the background and just sort of go with it. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.